the believer's response is what I'm starting this morning. Romans chapter 12, amen. Glory be to God, amen. Just pray in the spirit for two minutes. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you for your anointing, for your grace. Send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching simple. Throw your weight in this building. Do your bidding, my Father. Be glorified in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You, see, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Let me, let's read it together. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Now, you cannot achieve this. With, there's a problem with us. We read the scripture with very, with religious mindset that we don't see the proper instruction in the scripture. This is not achievable by your strength. So it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. So you cannot do the remaining part if you do not understand that you're not a recipient of the mercies of God. It's only achievable by the mercies of God. Amen. Today I want to talk about the rest, the believer's response. And that, well, that's what leads the believer to the believer's responsibility. Yeah. And it is response that gives birth to responsibility. Response means that I am responding to something. I'm not initiating it. Are you listening to me? It's not the believer's initiative. It's the believer's response. Amen. Father, open up our eyes to see Jesus and him being crucified. Throw your weight in this building. Do your bidding, our Father. In Jesus' matchless name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated briefly in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Good, 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 good. Ask your neighbor, are you responding? Say, are you responding? Because you see, the, our, you know I say this all the time, that salvation is not a threat message, it's a love letter. Salvation is not a threat message, it's a love letter. That means it is God who started toasting us. For the Bible says, it is the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. But young men, you here, mm, hopefully not women, men, you're here. Have you ever toasted or chased someone a person was not responding? <laughs> for thank you for being honest. <laughs> okay, not me today, right? Regular. The, the person only respond. Yeah? And there's something men, some, some guys said to me, just keep toasting and after a while, just withdraw. They should not be looking for the toast. They should not get it again. They should not start chasing you. The men are not happy that I'm giving their, their tips out. That I just call her morning, evening, morning, even for 21 or 30 days then. Don't call her again for four days. She'll not start looking for you. So it is God who first started to... <laughs> Okay, the, the, the men are saying it's the bro code, the bro code. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay. It's not true, women, it's not true. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys play too much. <laughs> so the truth is, it is God who started toasting us even when we we're dead in sin. So we started responding and the believer's job is in the place of, I'm responding to God. I'm responding to what he has done. So if you, you, want, you want to be careful enough to differentiate the finished work and the ongoing work. 
the finished work and the ongoing work. They're not the same. For the fate of the believer doesn't start with do, it starts with done. Yeah? Because when Jesus died, he didn't say to be continued, he said it is finished. So one of the things you need to know as a child of God is that this work of faith is a work of dawn. 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 Are you listening to me? So what is the ongoing work for the believer? To always find out what has been done. So our work is find out what has been done. That's the ongoing work. So salvation is not an ongoing work. It's a finished work. Deliverance is not an ongoing work. It's a finished work. To say now that you are saved, you now need deliverance. No, any salvation that does not come with deliverance is a fake salvation. It's China made. Sorry, Abba made. Sorry, fake, fake one. You get what I'm saying? Because it is a total package. It's from the word soteria, salvation. Soteria, which is the noun. Sozo is the verb. It means healed, saved, delivered, forgiven, all in one package. The gift that keeps on giving and the cup that never runs dry. Are you listening to me? So any finished work that requires your own work is not finished work now. Does it make sense to you? Any finished work that now requires your own work is not a finished work. So what the finished work requires from us is response to the finished work. Response to the finished work. So if I, if I have something and I say take, what I require from you is you come and take it from me. Are you understanding that? So the believer's job is responding to what God has done in Christ for him. Are you listening to me? That's on Philemon chapter 1 verse 6, the Bible says that the communication of our faith may become effectual by the acknowledging, that's the word epignosis. Let me read it again. That the communication, that's the word koinonia, of our faith may become effective, effectual, azusia, by the epignosis, accurate, precise knowledge. That one is ongoing work. Watch, 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 English. It didn't say by the acknowledgement, by the acknowledging. Present continuous terms. That means the fact that I acknowledge yesterday doesn't mean I will not acknowledge tomorrow. But you understand it? By the acknowledging, not by the acknowledgement. No. By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. So there's no good thing in you that is, not, that is, that is outside of Christ. Everything is in, is in Christ Jesus. You see that? 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. If your first Sunday we read scriptures in church. Because that's what we should gather to do. Read the word of God. The word of God is a person. The Bible is a book. <laughs> that's why you can't scare the devil with a big Bible. He has a bigger copy. So you can have the Bible under your pillow. It will see beat you. Because the Bible is a book. But the word of God is a person. But the Bible, what makes the Bible important? It has details of the person of the word of God. What I'm saying is that the soup is in the pot, but the pot is not the soup. You can be licking the pot and you'll be hungry. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was with him in the beginning. So the word of God is a person. The Bible is a book. So the Bible can fall to the ground. doesn't mean the word of God has fallen to the ground. <laughs> ah, my mother almost killed me in church. The, one of the beatings I received in my life... And I still feel the pain. I have not recovered from the beating. Was it was my mother had the Bible that she had read cover to cover, pink, black, blue shit. 
So I took the Bible one day in church and I do it. <laughs> foolishness lies in the heart of a young man. God, may my children not do that to me, please. I come beg you. So I took her Bible and they were singing, I stand upon the word of God. The, exactly what you're thinking, that's what I did. Exactly what you just yeah. So I put the Bible in and I was jumping. I stand upon the what hey the, my mother's friends were doing like this. I know guess says my mother had dragged her up up. That time when she won't run. So she was running to me. Then she ran through me. That's what I can say to you. Yeah, that's, that's I still feel the pain somewhere. My spinal cord, I know it. That pain I feel all the time is from that. She ran through me straight. Because in her mind, I was standing upon the what? But I was standing upon the Bible. The word of God is a person. It's no longer in Bibles, it's in phones, it's in watches. It's in, so what, what, what happened? Because the thing is spirit, it's not, it's not letters. For the, whoosha, for the word I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life, not letters. So second, first Timothy 2 verse 4. Who will have all men to be saved good and to come into the ongoing work. So one is the finished work. Who will have hope to be saved? Because that one he has done it. And to come into the ongoing work. Now the problem with those of us who are intelligently involved in the proper autotomiology of the ongoing work rightly divining the word of truth, there will not be people who do not give time to study, who will just be, because when you don't know the ongoing work, you will not know how to enjoy the finished work. When you are not actively involved in the ongoing work, you don't know how to enjoy the finished work. Because the ongoing work exposes to you what the finished work has already done for you. And then you come into the finished work with ease. My people perish for lack of ongoing work. And ye shall know the ongoing work. And the truth shall set you free. You shall know the truth which is the finished work. And once you know the, that truth, it sets you free. So get involved in knowing the finished work. And it naturally sets you free. Timmy Dakul is asking questions on Twitter. Pastors are bullying him without answering him. Yeah, they can't answer him. He's asking if salvation is complete, why do I need deliverance? If the Holy Ghost lives inside of me, when you blow breeze on my head to say, come out, what is coming out? Simple questions. You know, I say all the time what we do on Wednesdays, that parents don't like to answer questions. Have you ever asked your mother, where did I come out from? <laughs> I go in with two, three, four, five years, say, hey, mommy. So, how did I come out? They were sitting from, from the side of my belly, from my nose. Wow. Elbow. It came from heaven. There, though, yeah. If your mother is going to say, you came from heaven. Uh, to, show, to show the way. <laughs> yeah? You understand that? In the same way, pastors don't like to answer questions because when you ask them questions, they feel like you have attacked all the anointing. If you don't know them, you don't know them. So, when you come on Wednesdays, Bring your questions. We'll look at it from the scriptures. It's really that simple. Some man some years ago started asking about tight. We couldn't answer him. We started fighting him. Answer the question. Do proper teaching. I don't believe in attacking the church. But if somebody is asking a genuine question, please attend to the person from the scriptures. And the scriptures cannot mean to you today what it did not mean to its original audience. 
So you can't uh, customize it to your situation. It will fix your situation. Are you being blessed this morning? <laughs> so the finished work, there's nothing we can do about it. But it's just aligning our minds to the finished work of the cross of Calvary. So what's our first response? Our first response is salvation. The response of the believer. We respond by believing. We are believers, not achievers. So we do not achieve the finished work. We believe the finished work. Are you listening to me? We are be- See, our title is believer. Are you a believer? So what does a believer do? You believe. What is the work of the believer? Believe. So what do we do? We keep believing what God has done in Christ for us. Any, any teaching or any religious talk that wants to get you to achieve, you are out of point. What we do is not achieving. We get to believe. My job is to believe what he has said, not to achieve what he has said or done. I believe to be saved. No man can ever achieve salvation. You believe to be saved. Ephesians 2, 5, 8 and 9. KJV message TPT. When, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ, by grace are ye saved, period. Let's settle that. Go to, go to verse 8 and 9. Let's go to 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, what? It is the gift of God. Verse 10, verse, verse 9, sorry, 9. Not of works, lest any man should boast. So salvation is the free gift of God. What did you have to do? Believe. So how are you saved? You are saved because you responded to the toast that Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. That's how you became his bride. Is that he was toasting you and you were responding. And you walked down the aisle with him when you accepted him as Lord and Savior. And that's it. And then he now said to you, I hate divorce. You get it? Yeah. Give me the message, then give me TPT. Message says, saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. Salvation is the gift of God. Because we think that after you are saved, you know... You now leave salvation and now come into other things. No, 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 no. It's, it's the gift of God from start to finish. But you know, you have to work out your salvation. My brother is English. He didn't say work for. I said it all the time. Brighter grammar is important for preaching the gospel. He didn't say work for your salvation. He said work out. Work out means it's already within you. So he's saying engage the ongoing work. Because you're already having the finished work. And how do you engage it? Verse 13. For it is God who helps you to engage. Even the ongoing work is the work of grace. Is this too boring for you today? Okay. Are you getting something already? Yeah. This is the work of grace. Give, give me verse 9. Give me verse 9. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'll probably go around bragging that we've done the whole thing. So salvation, God says, I'm doing this thing. If I get you to do it with me, you will tell people that you did it for me. Are you understanding that? 
Have you ever met an uncle who gave you 500K at some point in your life and has held it over your neck? If not for me. Huh? I took him to school. I took him from Moshubu. I took him. I paid his bill all through life. Through life. Through, have you, you don't know those uncles who they helped you one time in your life. You're forgotten, no? <laughs> when when I, I took care of him, no. God knows that we are like that. So when he came to salvation, he says, I don't need your impute or your participation. All I need you to do is believe that I have done it and then you have it. Are you listening to me? Yeah. You get it? So give me in the, the Passion Translation. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For it was only through his, this wonderful grace that we believed in him. Nothing we did could ever earn this salvation. For it was the gracious gift from God that brought us to Christ. Give me verse 9. Verse 9. So no one will ever be able to boast. For salvation is never a reward for good works. Or human strivings. You can't achieve it. So salvation is not achievable. Salvation is only receivable and believable. You believe it and you receive it. So the first response is what? I believe. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus. I am a believer. I believe the finished work. I believe what God has done in Christ. I believe what God has done in Christ. For me... In the name of Jesus. Genesis 15 verse 6. Let me show you something. Genesis 15 verse 6. Give me King James a message. And he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for what? Righteousness. This is how Abraham got saved. Abraham just believed God. Give me the message translation. And he believed. Believed God. See, listen to me. He believed. Believed God. God declared him set right with God. So it is not our activities or our effort that, that did set us right with God. It is our believing that sets us right with God. Are you listening to me? So it's not performance that sets us right with God. It is believing that sets us right with God. Are you listening to me this morning? Don't worry, I'm going somewhere, but I need to lay this foundation. So my response by faith is what makes actual truth effectual truth in my life. Oh, yes. You know, actual truth and effectual truth are not the same. Oh, you don't know. Let me show you. Actual truth, effect, they're not the same. Actual truth is God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes will not perish but have everlasting life. That is actual truth. But not everybody is saved. Jesus did not die for the church. He died for the world. What makes that actual truth effective in your life is that I believe what the actual truth says. It becomes effective in my life. So that I have received faith enough to take what grace has provided. Because actual truth can stand alone and is not effectual truth in your life. Actual truth, effectual truth. It is faith and responding that makes actual truth, effectual truth in your life. So they're saying this that Jesus has paid for us. Until we know it is not effectual in our life. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So truth independently of itself does not set anybody free. It is the truth that you know that sets you free. So what is the ongoing work? That I may know the truth. And I may know what God has done in Christ for me. 
So the day you wake up and say, he was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I decree and declare, I am the healed of the Lord. Infirmity, you have no place in my life because the Bible says I am healed and I declare that I'm healed. This is the truth. And it becomes effectual in your life. But just sitting down and cross your leg and say, you know what? You know, it's not going to jump into your space. So our response is what makes actual truth, effectual truth in our lives. Did you learn something from that? Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10. Romans 10. And if thou shalt confess ongoing work with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto soteria, salvation. So until you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, what is actual truth may not be effectual or effective in your life. This is why we pray. Why do we pray? We are aligning our life with what the finished work has done. So prayer is, an, somebody say, what are you praying for six hours? Tell the people praying. I say, you can pray six minutes now, no problem. My people want to pray for six hours. So you can join us the last six minutes. But what we do is the ongoing work. We are enjoying and activating and speaking what God has done in Christ for us. Because there's a, there's a bunch of people who feel like a revelation church like ours. We are not a praying church. That church that they pray, come six hours prayers. Because you, what, you, what you call prayer is that. I was involved in warfare. No, you didn't do warfare. We are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. Is that we take our position that he has already done it for us and keep enforcing it from this place. Are you listening to me? If you send us a million dollars and we go to the bank and say the network, we, look, we will keep insisting that this thing is already in our account and I want to cash it. So prayer is not begging, it's cashing out what grace has done. Are you listening to me? But you cannot cash out what you do not know is in your account. Ah. Because you did not get the alert by proper instruction on stage. Yeah. You didn't get the alert. But once you get the alert, oh wow, he has done that for me. I can now go and cash it. Because sometimes you may not get alert because of network. Of your humanity. And the network of the church that you came from before you came to the Logic Church. You came to this church with that network. Bad network. So you are not getting the alert of what God has done in Christ. Say no network. Zero G, not even one G. So when you come and receive, okay, let me go and try and find out what is going on. And then it works. You're wondering, oh, wow. So I already have this. I did not know. It's a sister in church whose testimony... English people call it sleep paralysis. They depress you for night. I started teaching. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are in Christ and Christ is in God. And then you are locked up in Christ. All the things I've been teaching since January. She said one night that thing came again. That she didn't even talk from her spirit man. She said, ah, she be I'm in Christ and Christ is in God. The devil left. That's the last time it happened. I've had testimonies like this. Too many in church because guess what? There was no deliverance service of running. No, deliverance is preached. It's called aphesis. Yeah. Uh, it's, pre it's the preaching. The preaching of deliverance. Simple. Are you understanding that? Yeah. 
So you can wake up in the night and say, oh, what's that dream I dreamed? You saw yourself in the water. You now interpret it as mommy water. No. Say, Father, thank you because I am washed with the water of your word. The devil go vex. See this girl? Yes. I'm washed with the water. I saw, I saw lion. I saw the father. Thank you. Because the lion of the tribe of Judah comes with me. You interpret it from the place of your position and not use your African mind and African magic to interpret it. So I saw plantain in my night. Plantain. You say plantain. Ah, that thing. I saw a wedu soup. Ah, that's the soup for initiation. What is wrong with you? Okay, so first, we believe. That's how we respond. Second, we receive. So we are receivers and not contributors. First, we are believers and not what? Achievers. Second, we are receivers and not contributors. We, everything we, we, we receive. We receive. We receive. There's before, there's only shouting, I receive, I receive. In church, we're praying. She started shouting, I got the job. Inside church. I receive, I receive. I receive. Oh, I wanted you to say, say, I receive. Ah, ah, ah. No, don't play with it. Say, I receive. Say it well. Say, I receive. Louder, say, I receive it. One more time, say, I receive it. I receive it. I don't know what the eat is for you. Say, I receive it. I don't know what the eat is. Say, I receive it. Oh, shut up. I announced to you, you just got your baby, you just got the car, you just got the job, you just got the house. Whatever it is you're believing God for, receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. There's somebody here, God said to tell you, you're going to get a call back. They're calling you back. I don't know whose person is this, but God wants me to tell you, you are getting the call back. If this is your word, shall I receive? Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Romans chapter 8. For we have not contributed. Come on, say it after me. <laughs> say it well. For we have not contributed. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. We have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry. God's name is Abba. All those Jehovah, many things we call them, not bad, but the name that gets God the most is Abba. Not Jah, not Yah. It is Abba. It's clear in scriptures. Abba. Lift your hands and say Abba. Abba. We have received Galatians chapter 4 verse 5. Let me show you. To redeem them that were under the law that we might what? Somebody say receive. The adoption of sons. So even sonship is not what we achieved. We received it. Keep it up. Mila, I know you're a church boy so you understand what I'm saying. Because they've taught us that you have to grow up into sonship. It's a lie. You receive you receive the adoption of sons. That's it. We receive adoption of sons. So we don't grow into sonship. We grow as sons. We don't grow into sonship. We grow as sons. 
Because <laughs> John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So the child was born in a manger, the son was released on the cross. <laughs> the child was born in a manger, the son was released on the cross. He didn't release the child to us, would have received the spirit of childhood, Abby. Children. But it is his son that was released on the cross. So what was given to you is sonship. He didn't give you son and say, okay, now grow into it. No, 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 no. You're already son. So you walk as son. You walk in the... And that came from what? Receiving adoption. So next verse. Let me show you something. In Colossians 2 verse 6. As he has therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so... So how do you walk in Christ? As you received. How did you receive? By believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. So how do you keep walking with God? I believe. I receive. I declare manifestation. Say after me, I believe. I receive. I declare it. I see manifestation. Oh, that's good stuff. One more time. Say, I believe. I receive. I declare it. I see manifestation. Say one more time, I believe, I receive, I declare it, and I see manifestation. That's how it works. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, God. Oh, okay, First, Second Peter 1, 3 and 4. See, according has... Can you clap for media today? They are responding now. Are you seeing this power of response? They are responding now. According as his divine power hath given us all things that pertains unto life and godliness through the knowledge. See, watch this. Did, did you see this? It says, according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life. It's already given to us. All. But watch this. Through the knowledge ongoing. Through the information. I told you last week. Information, revelation, manifestation. So when you get the right information of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Keep the scripture. That's it. So he has given us all things grace. Finished work. How do you know? Through the knowledge. That's why when we come to church, I beg you. I don't care how long you have been in the church you are coming from. If you are not hearing God's grace, if you are not hearing the message of Christ, they are not doing you good. I know it's your, your daddy was the founder of the church, Mole Room Baptist Church. I get it. But trust me, if you are not hearing, you are not growing. Okay. Because the problem with church is that we have aged, we have not grown. Aging does not require anything. It requires you sleeping and waking up. You will age. You see your next birthday. Growth is intentional. Age is automatic. So do you know how long I've been in this church? Thank you. You have aged there. You have not grown. You are aging. And you are not growing. Ancient of days. As old as you are, 
you don't want to change. Some of the songs we sing, we did really the of days as old as you are. <laughs> like, God, you make us Say, Michael, they're shading me, they're shading me. <laughs> so watch this. Growth is intentional. Age is automatic. So you can be in a church and you are aging and you are not growing. Why? What grows the believer is the hearing of God's grace. Peter finally got it. He says, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you're not hearing proper message of the grace of God, you are not growing, people of God. Because what actually grows the church is what? The message of God's grace. It's not the theatrics. So the church, ah, it's really fine. They have lights. Whiskey has more lights than us. Have you gone to his concerts? You've gone to stop looking at anything. I don't know him. Now you buy table for the. I'm coming to you. In the, you buy table for whiskey. And you become late. So, and you come to church. And drop that your lean 2K. And still put your man out there. They won't chop our money for sure. Really. So, what was that? so it's not in the light. <laughs> so, and it's not in the, so have you seen the stage? Everything just, everything just, see, I'm happy that we, with, with what we have, we are trying, we are, we are giving you the ambience, we are trying to give excellent service of God's word, but this is not what is important. What is important is what is being preached. It's what is being preached. I know now because we can't understand it because people actually go to restaurants to take pictures. So it's not so much about the food anymore, it's the aesthetics. We don't come to church to hang out. We come here to feed on God's grace. Because I've come to some expensive restaurant, I eat the food, I say, ah, ah. Even when I used to do, you know, uni like that, those, those riotous cooking, I was better than this. <laughs> They now put one small leaf by the corner, put something and give it to you. It's 20k. There's one I was telling them shake it from my pocket, like this shake it. <laughs> nonsense at all. But you just take picture chilling, you know, chill. So we have brought that mindset to church. So we go to church based on, oh, is there, is there a picture place? Is there, where's the fountain area? Where's the flower area? Where is this? Where is that? Oh, this angle is good. That's not why we come to church. Because right. I see some of you, I, I switch at that end. Mm. I wonder what are you, what's there? You did not see it. It's not your own. Mm. Mm. What? Flourish. <laughs> so, it's... You know, no, but you carry and come. You don't. I, I can't. I'm old. It's okay. It's fine. I'm agreed, I'm agreed. <laughs> so, so the purpose of coming to church has changed for a lot of people. Some people is how to hook up with um, the chairman who will not give you attention, you know. But in church, maybe perhaps I will just usher him into his seat and usher him by the car and usher my CV too. Well done. Osha Raymond, I see you. Thank you. The purpose of the church is feeding on Christ. Feeding. 
to have knowledge on what God has done in Christ for us. Who we are in Christ. That's eternal food. It will never expire. Eternal food. You keep hearing this eternal word of life. The word of life. Go check what Paul preached. He never preached a circumstantial message. He kept preaching what Jesus has done for you. What God has done in Christ for you. And that's what you need to grow in faith. And not age in church. Let me tell you. eh? Peter aged. Paul grew. Oh, oh, come on. Peter walked with Jesus. Paul had a revelation of in Christ. So when Peter was writing in 2 Peter, he now finally said, there are some things, brother, Paul is saying, no, or more, they are hard to understand. This is a man who walked with Jesus and walked on water. Walking on water doesn't mean you are walking in Christ. So that, oh, I got the miracles. People thought, ah, somebody vomits two more like this, for my eye like this, God did it. God, no, did it. It be magical. How do you know where God is? Is that they are teaching what he has done in Christ for us. Because Jesus is the information of God. Jesus is the menu of God. Jesus is the DP of the Father. Jesus is the screensaver of the Father. If you see God anytime, what he will tell you is Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. Why? Because Jesus was all God wanted to say. <laughs> So when he said Jesus, there was nothing else to say. End of story. The question and the answer, Jesus? Jesus. So you're not hearing Jesus. You are not growing, oh. You are aging. Run for your life. Run for your dear life. Run for your precious dear life. <laughs> for emphasis. <laughs> the greatest... <laughs> Uncle Eli said, do the great escape. Escape for your life. <laughs> no jokes. Escape. You know, let me tell you. Don't do see why why do you let me ask you a question. So if you have an auntie who her restaurant, when she cooks rice, is that there's too much rice in the stone. Uh, uh, and you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you you eat you eat her stew. There was too much stew in the salt. And then she'll serve it like that. Will you keep taking your friends there because she's your auntie? Why do you do that to you? Will you even eat there? You will love her from a distance. So I have some family members who are bishops, potentates. I just love them from a distance. And by the time they try, hey, like your church now. You never invite us because I'm, I'm doing a series. That's why I'm always doing a series. Like now, I've started a new series. Because I'm going to see some this week. I, I, I'm in the middle of a series. I would have had you come bless us, but I'm doing a series. It's an unending series. <laughs> Netflix, they learn for where this one day. <laughs> Romans chapter 5, I said, let me show you something. We are responders. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See that, see that. Christ died for us. So God commended, released his love towards us whilst we were yet sinners. Can you see that? Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Give me in the TPT and message. TPT, give me TPT first. TPT, TPT. Beloved friends, 
what should be our proper to God's marvelous mercies. I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be sacred, living sacrifices, and live in holiness by the response. So holiness is only achievable by responding to the word of grace. Holiness is not achievable by your own works. You can only achieve it by responding to the word of God's grace. Are you listening to me? Experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Give me the message translation. I love message. So here is what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping. You're eating. Going to work. Walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Can you see that? In other words, responding to what he has done is the best thing you can do for him. I want to do something, sister, do maybe. What can I do for you, Lord? I want to do. No, don't do. Accept what he has done. That's how you do for God. Accepting what he has done is the best way to do something. Because God has a love language and that love language is Jesus. Oh, you don't know? I can't love you in my love language. It will not be successful or effective. I have to love you in your own love language. Some of us are trying to love God with our strength. God can only be loved by receiving what he has done. Oh, God. Oh, God. I must say that again. Some of us are trying to love God in our strength. God can only be loved by receiving what he has done. So the way you can love God is God gives you something, you receive it. Yeah, God says, wow, this girl is feeling me. He gives you more, you receive it. Because God is more concerned about you taking from him than you giving to him. Giving to him. I, I, I understood it clearly when, when we were still um, growing Shozu. And so I'll go out with my wife sometimes, and she'll say, man, I feel heavy. I need to express myself. I'll say, why? Say, because it will hurt me. Women understand this. It will hurt me if I don't express myself. Ooh. So she's looking for how to express into bottles so that she's not hurt. In the same way, God is the multi-breasted one. So he's more eager. Mm. with you taking from him than you trying to give to him so at that point my wife is not looking for milk she wants to express herself God wants to express himself so how do you get God's attention by receiving what he has done he said I'm the righteousness of God and therefore, I'm the righteousness of God. He said, I am healed. And therefore, I am healed. He said, I am blessed. And therefore, I am blessed. He says, I'm victorious. And therefore, I'm victorious. He says, I'm not cursed. And therefore, I'm not cursed. When you keep receiving what he has done, he keeps releasing in your direction. Because you are removing the burden from him. That's the problem between Mary and Martha. Martha was concerned about the things that do not matter. Okay, let's, 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 are, you, are, you, are you getting blessed today? So let me get into the crux of this matter. I'll continue next week. Just to, so our service, 
our givings, our worship is not a trigger. I'm, I'm, I, have to, I, I need you to get this. Our service in church, our worship, and our giving is not a trigger. It's a response. I'll say it again. Our worship, our service, and our giving in church is not a trigger. It's a response. The reason why we can exhale in worship is because we have inhaled his life. Yeah, yeah. So we exhale it back in worship. So you, you see, oh God. Okay. You, there's no dangerous seed to move God. I don't know where that came from, though. Give a seat to move God. He already moved when Jesus died. He's not moving again. He's the seated priesthood. So when we give, we are responding to the fact that he moved when we didn't have anything to move him. So your worship, your service, and your giving is response to what God has done. Let me scratch giving today and then we maybe we may continue next week. Oh God. You know, Charles Spurgeon said something, Emeka, very powerful. He says the church does not determine what the Bible teaches. Rather, the Bible must determine what the church teaches. Charles Spurgeon. The church does not determine what the Bible teaches. It is the Bible that must determine what the church teaches. So when we want to teach giving, we must teach from the Bible. We cannot teach from, they said it in this church. God is not a deity that needs to be appeased with your tithes and offerings. God is a loving father who's already well pleased. Let me say that again. God is not a deity that needs to be appeased with your giving and your services. He's a loving father who's already well pleased. This is powerful stuff. Because some of you are actually giving in fear. Because they told you, if you don't give, he will send the devourer. And when you hear the word devourer, hey, see problem. Oh? As when you come, I beg, give God your own, give God your own. I beg, I beg, I beg, I don't want to Devourer. So you're giving out of fear. What kind of God is that? How is that a loving father? So you are doing it out of fear. You are not doing it because you really love God. Devourer, that word devourer. You be like Madioha. Very close to Madioha. You are not accepted in the beloved because of your offerings. Your offerings and givings are accepted because you are accepted first. Oh, I, I think that's really good. You are not accepted in the beloved because of your offering. Your offerings and giving are accepted because you are accepted. So God accepted you first before you ever had anything to give to him back. Are you listening to me? I'm going somewhere with this. Just give me, I need to lay good foundation and then we continue next week Sunday. Are you, are you ready for this? We're going to go deep. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. To six. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us, not because of our tithes and offerings, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Are you seeing that? Next verse, verse four. Verse four. 
according as he has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of the children uh, of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Verse 6. To be to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved. You don't have to perform to belong. You're already accepted in the beloved. That's so good. I'm saying it again. You don't have to perform to belong. You're already accepted in the beloved. Do you understand that? You know how you get into a say, have you done you? Have you paid your dues to be accepted? No, no, no. We don't pay dues to be accepted. He's our due. Jesus. He paid in full that I might be accepted. You know, see, power is not a man who can destroy his enemies. Power is a man who killed his son that his enemies will become family. I they preach. Man, I give myself offering. strong. Power is not a man that can kill his enemy. Power is a man who killed his son that his enemy will become family. I'll say it again. Power is not your ability to kill your enemy. Power is a man killed his son to bring his enemy back to the family and brought his son back to life. That's power. That's power. That's power. So when we talk about the power of God, we actually think the power of God is God destroying our enemies. You see why we miss it all the time? Gospel is power. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus for it is the power. Gospel does not have power. Gospel is the power. The power. So what is that power? A man killed his son to bring his enemies to become family members. So you look at, I, I want the power of God. That is the power of God. He's not dead jumping out of the grave. Oh, that's a good thing. People getting blessed. Oh, that's a good thing. Or miracles. That's a good thing. But real power is a man willing to kill his son to bring his enemies to become family. That's what God did. That's why he's powerful. When you're describing the power of God, please describe it in this context. Having done this, you can now say, what God cannot do does not exist. That means who God cannot save. What you are saying is who God cannot save, not anything God will just God can do and undo. That do and undo is salvation. Not this do do what do 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 please. So I want to talk about giving the five your activating your five fingers. I can't finish it today, so I'll start with the first one. Oh, this is powerful. Like, guess what? I sense the power of God so strong. And some of you, what you call power is theatrics. No, power is just the revelation of God's love. That's the revelation of God's love. That's power. As holy as God, he doesn't want to be remembered as holy. God is love. Not God has love. God is love. So... That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Father, thank you. Open your hearts to receive your love. So every time you receive God's love, you have received his power. Because his power flows in the direction of the message of his love. Activating the five fingers. Giving is a response, not a trigger. 
Grace and faith. You remember, grace makes all things available. Faith makes all things. Grace is the end that gives. Faith is the end that takes. Your giving is an expression of faith. What you are telling God is that you are my source. God doesn't collect money. He collects faith. Hey, God. Make I explain that move. God is... So, what... To explain this, I need to read something to you. And you can understand. Matthew 6, verse 24. Let me show you something. That's the only way I can explain this thing. No man can serve two masters. For either you, he will hate one and love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and devil. You cannot serve God and what? That means if you bring God here, put devil here, put money here, people will remove devil from the equation and say, I don't care. The competition is between God and money. That's it. So what I'm saying to you, devil not strong past money. That's why he uses it now. Look at it now. You can't. It should, be, it, should have, it should have been, you can't serve God and devil. You can't serve God and do bread, balleries. Do. So the competition with God has never been the devil. It's money. So a lot of people salvation not reach their pocket too. God, yes, that one, no. Leave that one for, leave that, just leave them first, leave them first. So true salvation is when the salvation reaches your pocket. Yeah. You are really saved. When money is of no value to me, because once you see Jesus, money loses value. Yeah. And you can't fake it. You can't. So when I see somebody who is not giving, his salvation never reached that place. There's still somebody who is dragging God with him. It's called mammon. So when you give like that, what you are telling God is that I don't overcome mammon. Hey. <laughs> that I trust you, I don't trust mammon. Because sometimes you want to give and then the devil will not tell you. you know, that's, that's the work for that, your project, oh, and that's your stuff. Oh. If you give, and what's going to happen? And then guess what you do? You act in unbelief. What you are saying to God is that this thing is more of a security to me than that. Anytime you are able to give it out, God receives your faith, not the money. Your response. But only you give your testimony a bit and then we'll close. God receives, ah, God, this, this series, eh? I go drive him inside. You know, last week, was one of my favorite services in church because I saw people just responding. I was pastor being calling me, ah, Dickiness, none is on my neck on this, blah, blah, blah. I see, she does not respond. She's a rapid responder. They have understanding. Quick, quick. Avarous, and they respond quickly. I know the doll. Because when you cannot overcome this guy called Mammon, ah, you have, you are not, your salvation is not there yet. Because we think I've overcome the devil. No, Jesus did that one for us. Jesus, I've overcome the devil. Jesus, it's not you. Jesus did it for you. This is your problem. You know, God said to me, 
funny. David's giant was not Goliath. That was Saul's giant. Don't tell anybody. So when David killed Goliath, it was not David's giant. That was Saul's giant now. So you are, you are excited about the giant that Christ has killed already? See, keep my scripture back. That's your giant name, ma'am. No. Bread. My sister who gave the car for, for the church, the pastor, pastor's um, car in Abuja said to me, it was personal need for me, but I, my man, I'm like, she just overcame mammon. Because money gives, money is a spirit. Because real money is not visible. Ah. It's currency now. If you can see the money you have, you are broke, oh. Newsflash, public service announcement. If all the money you have in your life, they can gather it and put it in one Ghana Moscow, you are really, really broke. Just give it to God. Thank you. You are broke, oh. Because real money is not visible. People who really, top richest men in the world, how do you put their money? You can't see it. It's in stocks. It's in assets. It's in currency. So money is a spirit. How do I know? Money intoxicates. Like alcohol intoxicates. Money makes men honey. Say his thing is not working with. Send him money. Go, ah, Some things we don't be standing on holy ground. Make a pyre. Jopratale. You hear me, Abi? Married man. All the single men, shut up. Don't say I hear you. Let the married men. Money makes you honey. Money is. So I, I mean, money is. You just be thinking of what to buy. Mm, I was. I was. Um, let's, babe, let's not eat home today. Let's eat out. Money don't come home. <laughs> You, they born you before. <laughs> See, what do you have in the house? I'm coming to warm me to. But that's what I say. <laughs> what do you have in there? Warm me to put it on the table. I'm coming now. <laughs> Prudent, you be calculating. As soon as money comes, um, babe, I just let's just um, let's just now money get warm. Let's just. Uh, Let's see how we can just follow up. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, money is the problem. Don't leave devil. <laughs> Overcome money. Uh, overcome Uncle Mam. That Uncle Mam. Mam. And you know you will not die if you give. Oh, oh, oh. You know that you is one man that gave the boss that gave the car. That one man is still pretty. <laughs> That's not the idea. One human being, no. I can't even say the remaining things. But he's still pretty. He has not died. The last time you gave 50k, you see your blood pressure. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey. What did just happen? Ah, take drop that money. Ah, take drop that money. Eh? Hey, whoa. Jesus.
Let's go, mommy. It's okay. okay. So, this is your problem. Don't be a show of the mic. I saw, I saw one of my friends depressed. I said, What happened? Say, Mommy, you know I give for church today. I think they want somebody else. I didn't only sing the song. I don't even know. I just forget myself. Jesus, I say so what? Ah man, I'm not supposed to drop that kind of money. <laughs> some guy came, some guy came to church. I had ten thousand in his in his back pocket. During praise, he was jumping. The ten thousand fell. But he had, you know, the way you just keep looking straight, like you are not the one. He had one five hundred naira, miserable that he kept in front pocket for offering. So during offering, he put his hands. In his and brought his fire. So the neighbor behind tapped him and said, Oh, take, take. So he thought the neighbor was blessing him to give. <laughs> so, so, when he came, and I did like this. You don't give up on this. Leave devil. Mammon is your problem. Leave devil. Just go. Mammon. Are, are you getting blessed? Or are you just laughing? <laughs> Leave this guy. You can't serve God. The day I saw it, Bishop DJ, I'm like, ah, ah. Okay, he didn't say you can't serve God. And the devil. He says you can't serve God and mammon. This guy is the problem. That's the problem. Leave devil, overcome mammon. So once a believer starts overcoming this, they won't be, they don't have to cajole you and twist you to give. It will be, thank you, to be a natural response by revelation. But because we don't like revelation, the church has devised medium. Like first fruit. That thing is a scam. All your January salary, give it to God. Let that be something between you and God. But that I will come here and preach it. It's not Bible. If you don't tight, your life will be tight. All those rhymes that I don't really. The Lord is presently present to present to present to anyone who's presently present in his presence. So let me deal with this tightening thing and I'll leave. Next week we'll continue. Don't miss next week. Let me just deal with the tightening thing and we'll leave. And you must understand that me preaching this does not favor me. No, no, it's the truth though. I'm telling you, my brother always says to me, this your message is powerful, but I don't know whether people they give, whether they go agree give. Because you no know, people they go club, they go spend the money for champagne, come church. Azu. You a smile. Hey, now me, now me this. Then you come church the very next day to give thank, thank you is one k. Now your guy be that mammon. Now they worry you because that spirit of mammon can get you to spend money you do not have 
to impress people that you do not like and get frustrated because they do not even notice it. That's it. So you go to the table, you declare on the table. When there is a table here that you feed from, but you can't respond to that table. Mammon is your problem. Leave demon. Just deal with this guy. Tell your neighbor, he's not talking to me, he's talking about you. <laughs> Proverbs 11 verse 24. Let me show you something. Prover I need to do this one. Proverbs 11 24. There is that scatter it and yet increase it. See principle. There is that that withhold it. I guard my money with fire. I don't, I, I don't play with my money. But it tended to poverty. Give me the message or TPT. Give me a message first before I go to TPT. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Next, give me TPT. Give me TPT. Generosity brings prosperity. But withholding from charity brings poverty. Bible. Some of your hands are like boxer, titanic, and so on like this. Before something drop. Okay. So the New Testament has no percentage. It teaches generosity. So stop tying yourself with the tight. How do you calculate tight? How do I want my grandmother to calculate tight? Because tight, tight is mechanical and mathematical. So she gets 213 naira in a month. How is she going to do? How do you do that? You, you can't do calculator to pay your tithe. Eh? Because the true tithe is, if it's over 10%, it's not tithe. If it's less than 10%, it's not tithe. So how are you going to do that? So the New Testament has no percentage. The epistles has generosity. Has so our response is gener it's not calculated. It's generosity. God did not give us a percentage. He gave us everything. Bishop is right here. God did not give us percentage. He gave us what? Everything. So why do you think our response should be percentage? continue next week. So we don't tithe. We take a worthy portion to the Lord. And then this tithe that you may be blessed. There's no scripture to show that. I just showed you Ephesians. You're already blessed. So let's even go to where tithe was mentioned the first time. Let's see the transaction properly. Even in Genesis. Are you ready for this? Yes. Genesis 14, 18 to 20. Let me climb up for this. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, is coming. <laughs> if you know, you know. Brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the most high God. Next verse. 
and who and he blessed Abraham and said blessed be Abraham of the most high God possession keep the scripture of the heaven and earth he didn't say Abraham tithe and got a blessing from him he blessed Abraham first It's, it's, it's so there. It's like it's. Somebody said to me, it's like you're reading another Bible. Because every time you read that, look at them. It's, it's in open sight, like last week, locked up in him, not them. <laughs> and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of. Next verse. And blessed be the Most High God, which had delivered. Thy enemy into thy hand. Watch this. And he responded. The Bible did not say, and Abraham gave him tight. And Melchizedek was moved in the spirit. and said, hey, Abraham. You have touched me. You have touched me. And because of this, ah, 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 yeah, ah, ah, bless it. He blessed him first. Abraham responded. The believer's response. I'll deal with this today. So I'm dealing with the five fingers, the portion given, the offering. And the remaining three fingers. I'll do one today. I'll continue the four next week. You don't want to miss next week Sunday. They will now say, but ah. One pastor said to me, he came to visit me here one time. I preached powerfully. As we go to my house, he said, ah, Piflo. I said, what? He said, this thing you are preaching is very true. He said, but no, you're carrying near that tight matter. Malachi. No, no. And I was trying to explain to him. I didn't know. He didn't know. Ah, tight. No. Malachi 3 verse 10. This is such an insult to the New Testament believer. Bring all your tithes and into the storehouse that they be may be meat. We don't have meat in the storehouse, okay? In, in my house. And prove me now hearing, said the Lord if, of hosts, if I will not open you the windows. No, 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 please, let's, let's come on. No, no, please, please, please. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Reason, let's listen together. Open the windows of heaven and pour. God is opening windows of heaven to deal with who? To the man who seated in Christ? Ridiculous. Not even the ghetto, the window. Now, if they did treat like that now. A believer is receiving from window. Hey, Jesus. When you are, in, you are locked up in Christ, was Noah in the ark or outside the ark receiving from the window? Now, I mean, they open window for people to receive small things. So, in those days, you have houses where by the house on the road, you have windows by the side for people who beg. Like, you know how they tell you to roll up your window when you are driving and you give something to, to beggars. You're not a beggar anymore. 
You are in the family of God. You are in Christ and Christ is in God. So why are you looking at window blessing? Ephesians 2 verse 6, put it up there. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So I'm not outside of heaven trying to receive from the window. I am in the, in the. These guys were not born again. Oh, guess what God showed me? Bishop Peggs, two days ago. There's something that, that this guy wrote in the book of Psalm. Psalm 121 verse 1. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where cometh my help. Jesus. And we sing this song with tears. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where cometh my help. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city set on the hill. So what David was looking up to is where I am. Because David was not born again. I am born again. So David was looking up to the hills. I am in that place. A city set on the hill that cannot be. When we sing it, that hills must be Christ where he died. So except David was talking prophetically, I will look up to the hills where Christ would die. Or else, that position is where I am in Christ. So how did they give in the early church? Acts 4, 32 to 35. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them, that ought of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things in common. That means Emeka's car was our car. Foy's car was our car. So that we're asking that we're having guests to give your car. Some of you, oh, huh? it's the same Uncle Mamun. That's the problem. They had all things in common. 33. And with great power, give the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord. Jesus, the great grace. And great grace was upon them all. Next verse, verse, verse 34. Neither was there any among them that lacked. For as many as were possessors of lands and houses, sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold. Verse 35. And laid them down at the apostles' feet. And the distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Listen to me. So the, the, the percentage we actually see in the New Testament is 100%. See it? 100%. They sold their land and brought everything to the apostles' feet. In the early church, that's what they did. So let me now, let's, let me end with this. Let me show you the percentage of the New Testament. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Second yes. Corinthians chapter 9 verse 7. Give me King James message and TPT. I, I will stop here today by God's grace. Continue next week. Amen. Were you blessed today? You blessed today? Are you going to deal with Uncle Mammon? Deal with it. Watch this. It now says, Paul speaking, every man according as he had proposed in his heart. That's your percentage. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. They don't put gold for your neck. For God loveth a cheerful giver. Keep the scripture. 
So it means that Allah me, I don't know what you earn. You sit between you, yourself, and yours and say, okay, from today, I can give XYZ percent as my portion giving to the Lord. And God honors it. And somebody says, mm -mm -mm, I think I can do 20%. Another says, no, I can do 25. I know a guy who does 50. Nobody forced him. He just said, no, no, no. I just told myself that I would, I would keep giving like this. Not out of necessity. Give me a message. I will go to TPT. Message. <laughs> I want each of you to take plenty of time. <laughs> to think it over. And make up your own mind. What you will give. That we protect you against sob stories, stories that touch when they call for pulpits. And I'm twisting. If you don't tie it, your life will be tight. And the devourer will begin to devour you. I'm twisting. God loves it when the giver delights in the giving. Keep it. That's your job. I'm going to sit down the Edams, Bonemes. Obvious. I say, what are we going to do every month as our portion given? We can do this to the Lord and follow suit. Between you, yourself, and yours. As a family or individuals. That's what he's saying. It's not you not be calculating. No, 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 no. It's that you wake up and say, ah, today, I feel like giving this. Tomorrow, mm, let, me deal, let me deal with the land project. Next tomorrow, this conference coming, let me deal with this. Let me deal with that. You are responding. If they switch you, they respond down. Not because somebody put gun for the, the, the var is coming, the var. Monitor your life. There are some touches that have tight card. When you now say you want to marry, bring his tight card. <laughs> We don't know him, he's not a member. <laughs> Ask for a statement of account to see whether your tight is matching. <laughs> Give me in TPT, let's close. I've done well today. Done well today. Let's give him flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely. From the joy of giving because God loves hilarious generosity. Hilarious generosity. You did happy to give him. Not the one that. <laughs> See, if, if it doesn't pain you, it doesn't pain God. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You guys, go and deal with Mammon. Bye-bye, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Go deal with Mammon. Go deal with Mammon. Go deal. Mammon is your problem. Leave devil. Leave, go to Mammon. <laughs>